2: Starring Dave Schilling, Carl Herrera, Zan Tabak, Joey Devine,
3: Robert Ori, Scotty Brooks, Adrian Caldwell,
0: Sean Keane, Mario
2: Alley, Tim Bro. Special guest, Chad Briggs, Vernon Mad Max Maxwell,
3: musical guest, the Butthole Surfers, and now the host of Round Ball
4: Rock, Joey Divine. Hi, it's me, the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Divine, and we've got a hot one today, you guys. <laughs> But first off, let's introduce some people. Sean, you're here today. Hi, I am here today. How's Dave it going? Is not here. Uh, Dave is not here. Dave is not here. Dave is experiencing some career. I don't know. Maybe he's talking about OJ again. I don't know where he is today. But, you know, follow him on the internet. He'll be back yeah. later this week, I think. I think so. Um, but we've got a very special guest today. Uh Clippers season ticket holder, but Rocket fan, and more importantly, hilarious
0: comedian Chad Briggs is here. Chad, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I uh, I only have one eighth of that uh, season ticket share. I have to submit humbly, but. An 8th is
4: still lit, fam. Yeah. yeah. I forgot to say my catch. There. You know what? It is lit, fam. Yeah, It, it is. is lit,
0: fam. <laughs> We're all pretty lit. I mean, I'm lit just because you guys mentioned my man, the Junkyard Dog, Mario Ellie. He's the guy that made me start. I think that's why I like wearing rubber bands around my wrist because of Mario Wow. Ellie. I'm not wearing one today. I made you look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I loved him.
4: Here's my question. Go, the junkyard dog. How many junkyard dogs have been in the NBA? Well, oh, in the NBA? Yeah, there are. Oh, so I, was gonna, many... I was
0: about to start with the, my first junkyard dog love, which of course was the junkyard dog yeah, from the World Wrestling Right. There, okay. Who I saw at the Beaumont Civic Center when I was like eight years old <laughs> in nineteen eighty-three, and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget watching the Iron Sheik walk, uh, step out of a Rolls Royce, and booing him, he? and then running away because I was afraid. <laughs>
4: Was he tweeting at the same time? <laughs> um, he might have been. He <laughs> um, might have just been cataloging. Them. One day, one day they would be the Twitter. because <laughs> um, it feels like because I always think of Jerome,
3: the junkyard dog
4: Jer- Williams. Yeah, I always think of Jerome Williams as the junkyard dog, but also Mario Ellie was the junkyard dog.
3: But <laughs> isn't and oh. oh no, he was big dog.
4: Big dog is Glenn Robinson and
3: Antoine Carr.
4: And Antoine Carr. Okay. I think
0: Junkyard Dog is just a good generic nickname for like a scrappy, tough, maybe not the most skilled player on the team, but perhaps the
4: angriest. See, I was wondering if it's like the Dalai Lama, where it's actually a title that's passed down through generations in the
0: (laughs) end. Good thing! Batman, Santa Claus, Dalai Lama, Junkyard Dog. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Jerome. I would like to see a movie called The Junkyard Dog Clause. Yeah, oh, that know, would be that,
3: great!
4: Oh, where like uh,
3: Jerome Williams gets dunked on too hard in a pickup game, and his spirit leaves his right. body, mm-hmm. and suddenly like James Flight Light has to be the judge. I was done. thinking
4: the what would make it a better movie is if it entered like Kyrie Irving, and he oh. had to learn. Like not to be a scorer, but like how to rebound and bark in people's faces and foul people hard.
0: And you you see, Uh, I I thought I wasn't going to get any writing
4: done today. I thought this was going to be
0: yet another listless (laughs) LA summer day. Guys, we're going to the coffee bean after this, and we're fucking. We're gonna hammer this thing out. (laughs) You know the one I'm talking about—the yeah, one on, old, yeah. the one on um, Hillhurst where you just yeah. really got a front. You got to just yell about your screenplay. Yeah, the you do every head. time. Just
3: I—I I usually bring a manual for final draft and like just, and just drop it, it on the yeah, table. Got to drop that life. manual hard. Yeah. <laughs> See, I
4: bring my
0: corkboard of oh, like colored a big cards. Board yeah.
4: with the colored cards and characters' names. Do on you it. like to bring
0: the strings though? To yeah, oh, yeah, them. yeah. Because I'm man. also
4: solving my brother's murder. I'm working on a screenplay and solving my brother's murder. Um, uh,
3: by the way, are you are you curious whether Jerome Williams still barks after every good play, even though he's just in the big three now?
2: Oh yes, I am. Would you please? He
3: does. He yes! barks all the time. He barked, he barked at the draft. That's called brand.
4: He barked at the draft. I'm going to say 15 times.
3: Yeah. Man. And where was
0: that? Where was the big three? Planet baby? Hollywood Casino. Well, yes, it was. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, and, okay, it's so Ukrainian. who... Were, and I know you guys have went over this a lot, but I'm uh-huh. just curious, like, other than Ice Cube, who obviously had a vested interest, mm-hmm, like, yeah. what other celebrities? Non-basketball Michael celebrity. Rappaport. Yeah. Of course Michael Rappaport. <laughs> yeah. He was and just shouting. He in was draft. the MC of
4: the draft. Aye, aye, aye. So he would... No, it was great. Okay. Because what would happen Take your is, word for it. Uh, he would just mercilessly roast people in between picks while the other teams were on the clock.
3: So, like, a guy would get drafted and Michael Rapport would ask a basketball question and then ask three insulting questions about their outfit. It was really fun.
0: All right. Uh, he also... (laughs) He's still capable of being fun? Yeah,
4: he was fun. He was really fun. I was shocked. Uh,
0: Rappaport jumped the shark a few years ago. Because there was a
4: point where he kept asking people their favorite movie, and then they kept saying Friday, Mm -hmm. and then he would get mad because he was in Friday After Next and not Friday. (laughs) And no one said Copland. Yeah, Uh, no no one said Copland. And then at one point, at one point, a guy just said four Ice Cube movies, including. The incorrect title of the movie, Fight. He said, oh, on that new one, um, Meet Me in the Parking Lot. Meet Me in the Parking Lot!
0: <laughs> Which fist Fight would have done just as well, uh, yeah. or as poorly, yeah. with the title, yeah. Meet Me in the Parking Lot. Um, but, some
4: business up here off the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have big news. Yes. Uh, Sean, we reached 50 reviews on it. Oh, my oh, gosh. It's amazing. Well, You know what that means we have to do. We have to record a director's commentary of the Billy Crystal, George Mirosan movie, My Giant. My
3: Giant, which I've, (laughs) when we started the podcast, we pretty early on made this an incentive. Mm -hmm.
5: Thinking we'd never get there.
3: Thinking we'd never get there. And also, um, I've been, I've had to, I've never seen it. I don't know. I haven't anything About, you it. Was about to the Oh, that's amazing. Dave
4: Schilling claims it's about white slavery yeah. because Billy Crystal owns the giant. Yeah. Because it's his. It's giant. his giant. It's well, not just a giant.
0: Well, anytime there's a Billy Crystal uh, around, there's maybe some problematic stuff. Yeah. That might fall. Yeah, and as nice. much as I enjoy cringing at Billy Crystal, I'm actually Mr. Saturday Night is one of my very favorite bad movies mm-hmm. of all time. It's I mean, like right up there with Cocktail as far as bad movies that I absolutely love.
3: I gotta I gotta see that one. Well you, you know really you guys is, you guys It's, it's the bold. worst makeup, old people
0: makeup <laughs> job you've ever he's made out of just old candles. Yeah. yeah. He has like slices of ham on his face. It's just they they just took old candles and put it on his face <laughs> and then just like airbrushed liver spots onto them and then they said, Do it Billy I heard that
3: um, a big chunk of that movie too is just Uh, stuff that got cut out of City Slickers and then got repurposed as Mr. Saturday Night Conversations. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that at all. (laughs) Which are, like, even themselves kind of rip off Stand By Me conversations. sure. So... Yeah, there's some point when he's talking about the Patty Duke show. And I saw, I've still never seen Mr. Saturday Night, but I have seen Billy Crystal explain a joke right. about the Patty Duke show for right. five
0: minutes. A hot a dog, dog makes her lose control. Yes, yes. I'd yes. say get the hot dogs and keep them coming. Right, yeah, right, right, right.
3: Great joke. Timely, um, too.
0: You know, there is a lot of that weird brotherly sort of suspended childhood banter with Mr. David Pamer. Uh-huh. Also in. Uh, just wonderfully resplendent, melted wax. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> Face nominated
4: mask. for an Academy Award for that movie, too. Well, and, and Billy
0: Crystal hosted the Oscars that year and made like 19 jokes about how Mr. Saturday Night and he were snubbed. And we're like, oh, that's right. right.
4: Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, now that we have to watch My Giant. Yeah. Congratulations. Is, is there a scene where they're both wearing blackface? Because <laughs> C- wow. Billy
3: Crystal did—he he wore does. blackface in an Oscars pre-show like four, five, four or five years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: way too recently. Like yeah. if you did a timeline of uh, you know of major <laughs> events in the last sixty years, where would you put blackface at the Oscars? Oh, that's got to be back in the fifties, right? Like <laughs> no, two thousand. This is the last year Al Jolson was still alive. They, Trotted him back up for a trip. Nope. But 2014,
4: Billy Crystal was dressed as Sammy Davis Jr.
0: I wonder if that
3: was like a negotiating point for him, too. It's like, I'll do the Oscars last minute because you need me, but I am going to have to wear black. God damn it, he's (laughs) holding all the
0: cards. (laughs) He's also a Clippers season ticket holder. He is. Yes, I did not run into him last year, but... (laughs) I did not see him on the three hundred level. <laughs> you didn't see the jazz man. That's too bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have, I would have scattered with him a little bit. Yeah.
4: Any, any other business we should do here?
3: Um, I mean, we we're not going to announce a new incentive for reviews yet. It might involve the air up there. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see.
4: We'll I see. have, I have a theory. I think it should be Eddie. But oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or perhaps
0: Juana Man oh, oh boy. man that that sounds like a, a real endurance contest i feel like <laughs> i feel like my giant might actually be a fun bad movie yeah. i think it has yeah, fun bad so.
4: movie potential steel maybe it'll be steel steel kazam I a lot, don't lot know. of ba- acting, acting
0: basketball players yeah we'll
4: right. come up with something
3: uh where does will is Tr- it like game of death no game of
0: death was kareem that's, that's kareem, kareem yeah. fighting bruce lee um
3: okay. uh will chamberlain's in
4: conan conan okay
0: yeah Conan the Barbarian. Uh,
4: anyway, we still want to hear from you. Yeah. Keep giving us reviews on iTunes.
3: Tweet, us at us, uh, at roundrockpod. Oh, uh, I can't wait.
4: Email I, us at roundballrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, like our Facebook page. We don't have enough likes on Facebook. Apparently yeah. that helps, too. I don't know why. Uh, and oh, and we we
3: switched our... Our feed's not on Podbean
4: anymore. Yeah, like they, our... If you're a Podbean listener, I don't know how you're listening to this, but we're not canceled. We're we're on a new feed. It's at pippa.io something something round ball rock. Um, also, Pippa Middleton's podcast hosting. I've, I've got a, I've got a lot of stickers. If you guys want free stickers, uh, email me. I'll mail them to you. Um, we'll figure out how to do that. And uh, let's talk about the news. There was some big news this week. Robot. News drop. <laughs> now
0: <laughs> this is round ball rock news basketball news for humans and robots trust the process
4: so guys we all thought the NBA offseason was over basically right yeah uh, yeah I went on I went on vacation thinking we were- Okay. yeah, it yeah. turned out Kyrie Irving requested a trade, um, and that is bananas. And he requested a
3: trade apparently a long time ago. Officially well, July 7th, but he yes. was also trying to get to Chicago to play with Jimmy Butler, so obviously that was wow. before the
0: draft. Yes.
3: Um, yeah, and that,
4: those are competing, David Aldrich says that, but he's the only one, I think. Windhorst has it as just the July 7th. Yeah, my question for you guys is why? Why does Kyrie Irving want out?
3: Um, I don't think he likes LeBron. He must not
4: like this LeBron. Here's my question. Does he really not like LeBron, or does he think LeBron is leaving and he doesn't want to get stuck with Dan Gilbert? Yeah. I mean, I think both, probably. I mean, he has two years left on this deal. Mm-hmm.
3: He could, I guess, force this trade before, but um, I think he's... I think he honestly, like, genuinely really, really believes in, in himself as,
4: like... Being a flat earth? Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> very important. <laughs> he really believes yeah. really he's flat. Um. <laughs> he's got... Yeah, he's... He just... I think
3: he just wants to be the star of a team, and he sure. always did, and... You know he Lebron joined the team when he was twenty two, and now he's,
4: you know, he's just
3: decided he's had enough. I guess. Well, and he yeah.
4: signed this extension before Lebron came too. Right. Yes. Um, which
3: he thought was it was going to be him, Dion, and Gordon Hayward chasing that eight seed.
4: Yeah, with David Black coaching them. Oh, and Andrew Wiggins.
3: Oh, and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, yeah, and with David Black
4: coaching them up.
3: Um, that's kind of a fun team. It's a weird team. <laughs> I, I do wonder if them not having a general manager really hurt. Like, once you saw that they just didn't have one for the draft, and right. the whole month after the draft, that might have been enough for him to just be like, oh, this is not a functional place to play. Yeah, you
0: don't expect a team that made it to the finals three times in a row just to implode. This is, well it like, implode.
3: Where they, like, if they just run it back, even with what they did this offseason, aren't they the overwhelming favorites in the East still? Yes. Even with Gordon Hayward in Boston?
4: Yes. Yeah. This might be a bigger implosion than Shaq Kobe.
0: Well, at At least... Long term, it's not, but in the short term... Well, at least Shaq Kobe was semi-functional. It was worth multiple championships, (laughs) and then... Yeah. yeah. Then it was burnt over... But this is obviously just someone pulled the brakes on this, and you know, do you? So you guys believe LeBron's gone out of Cleveland after next year, right? I don't really. Now I think this could save LeBron in Cleveland.
4: Probably. Huh.
3: He's the thing that I think is, has come up in this is. You realize that LeBron weirdly likes Cleveland to an extent that no one else who really plays in Cleveland has. Right. Like, I think it's him and, like, Omar Vizquel, <laughs> who have just fallen in love with Northeast Ohio. Right. Not but, even Bernie Kosar. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, Don't Bernie live. Kosar doesn't live there. LeBron's family doesn't like Cleveland. <laughs> right. Like, they all... And so that it might just be that Kyrie's like, all right, I've been here for six years. Uh, sure. I mean,
0: Cleveland's nice to visit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no, I've never been there. Who knows? But, yeah, I
0: I can see... How many times can you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah.
3: Now, he did mention San Antonio as one of his destinations. I know. He wants
0: to walk that river. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought, you know, I mean, people were talking about that's where Paul was going. And then he um, said maybe. Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah,
4: this is the biggest moment in Minnesota <laughs> franchise history that they're on this list, I think. Yeah. Minnesota's no, they, going to
0: sell so much more merchandise, like, so much bandwagon <laughs> merchandise. <than laughs> me. I'm, Dude, they're like the Bulls from four years ago. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Just moving from Chicago here, I, I love the, the Timberwolves now.
3: And yeah, Jimmy Butler and Tosh Gibson right. and young guys and really, haven't blown up their knees. Well, I mean, they have Tibbs as their coach, so tibs, just so, give yeah. it time. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe that's why everyone's to together. He's like, I just want to work. I just want to run right. a lot of wind sprints. I I remember
0: that. stories about the Bulls in the off season when they would just go to the facility in the suburbs to practice and just work out and. They started going to private gyms in the city because Tibbs would always be there and he wouldn't just let them, like, lift weights and shoot around. He would just always be in their face. Uh, I
4: think I've told this story before, but three years ago at Summer League, (laughs) I went to the bathroom. I was standing... It was a completely empty row of urinals. I went up to the urinal. I started using it.
2: you can say it it's
4: okay we're among friends and then Tibbs came in and picked the urinal
0: directly next to me that's defense baby ice ice
4: basically does he he run a
0: lot when he pees I imagine (laughs) like just Uh, taking his zipper down he
4: was touching me because he's so wide he's a wide man like his arms were touching my arms and I was like Tibbs is boxing me out of peeing right now yeah that's amazing also he smelled like a 50's barbershop well like he smelled like Old Spice that, over beer. Yeah, like that blue stuff that the... Barberside!
3: Yeah, yeah I was thinking about what, that, that the other day. That's what Tim smells
0: Barberside. like. I imagine he's, stuff. he's
3: going hard, too. He's got like like 90 ounces of Diet Coke in his bladder at that yeah. moment. So, oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also heard stories that he would... I think this was also in Boston, like he would go in the weight room and work out, but he would only bench press. Yeah, I've heard that as well. I <laughs> only heard... bench press and then and then leave. He just a very heavy weight yeah. a few times. And I heard he has a like, basement essentially
4: that has like a video machine, a bench press. And just, like, empty fast food wrappers everywhere. Well, that is
0: that is very yeah. funny that you said that because my friends in Chicago and I would talk about that except it was pizza boxes. Same thing, though. Yeah. Just VHS tapes <laughs> and old pizza boxes just stacked to the ceiling in his weird bachelor apartment. Um, we should get back to Kyrie, though. Yeah, please. sorry. Uh, no,
4: don't worry about it. Hey, don't... We... We're pro-riffs here, so we're, we go take Like the Jazzman, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, so...
0: zipi doo Can you dig it? I know you would.
4: Oh, man, it's so sad his house got destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, the Jazzman's house. <laughs> anyway. That is one for the ages. So, LeBron... I guess we should talk about details, though. So, Kyrie Irving gave them a list of four teams... It's the Spurs, of course. course. The mm-hmm. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Uh, the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And who's the fourth? The Miami Heat. And, oh, the Heat! Wow. Well,
3: if I if I were the Cavs, I would say, "Oh, are these the teams on your no trade clause list?" Oh, you don't have a no trade clause. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? He doesn't have any leverage. Right. I mean, I mean, I just do say like I'm not going to stay. Two years later, like I understand right. he
4: doesn't have any leverage, but I do think the way the NBA goes now, I do think they have to trade him. Oh yeah, I just mean yeah. not
3: to one of those oh, teams. No, one hundred percent. Like yeah. Paul George wasn't talking about Oklahoma City. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, it would be hilarious if he went to the Heat, though.
0: So you think he just played his hand too much? He said I wanted to be traded, and they probably should have stopped there and not mentioned the four teams. Because they probably could have figured out the four teams anyway.
3: Right. Well, and I think he's just super confident in himself. Sure. I mean he's he one has of those dudes right that's
0: like, if I say
3: something, like I can will it into existence.
4: Yeah. Well, I think the big
3: winner here is actually the Knicks. Because they might get Kyrie Irving
4: yeah, yeah, because, to bail them out. Yeah, because they <laughs> They were, the last two weeks they've been sitting there trying to talk themselves into Ryan Anderson. Yeah. uh, Into taking on that awful Ryan Anderson contract for Carmelo Anthony. Uh And now it might be, well, LeBron wants Carmelo. Oh, yeah. And we can get Kyrie Irving if we can get some more stuff. Yeah.
3: Um, What can they they trade, though, that isn't Chris Frank
4: Tilakina.
3: Oh, boy. That is not exciting.
4: I mean, he was, you know, top pick, top ten pick, though. Everybody, like... Right, but, but I, I everyone just... Everyone didn't mind Frank Nilekina as a prospect until the Knicks took him. You know what I mean? Like... But but just for Kyrie
3: Irving, like, what are you... Sure. Your...
4: <laughs> but if you're a rebuilding team, right, if you're the Suns, say, uh, you could throw Bledsoe in if... For give Bledsoe to the Cavs for like Tillakina and the Knicks pick.
3: Yeah, I I just still don't think the Knicks have enough stuff to trade. Well, I was
0: just reading about Melo maybe going to my Houston Rockets. Yes. that three-way really, deal. He really wants to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's so talented, but. Didn't the Rockets learn their lesson with Dwight Howard and, and locker room poison? I, I think it's the same thing. I don't
4: thing. think Mellow's a locker room problem. I actually think mellow's a just, locker room positive. It's just, just on the Knicks floor. I are poison. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's uh, true. That'll sour you. Nothing will sour you to the game of basketball like playing for the New York Knicks. Yeah. Because, yeah.
4: Um, like... Yeah, I don't think, like, Dwight Howard doesn't make U.S. Olympic teams because he's a bastard anymore, and LeBron's... And uh, Melo's, like, the captain every year. Yeah.
3: Uh, NBA players seem to just love Melo across the board. And oh. it feels like it's a really big disconnect between people who write about basketball and uh, players. But, I yeah, I mean... It, no, I mean this would be happen, the most so amazing offseason if the Rockets yeah. got Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony and they have a
0: new big 3.
3: Yeah. And
0: yeah. all of a sudden the Rockets are kind of evil. Well, i sort of an you, evil empire.
3: Can you you're from Houston? Yes, around there, yes. Sir. Is there anywhere you can take a banana
0: boat out on the water? <laughs> Well, we have the Houston Ship Channel. We have Galveston. It's uh, lovely brown water beaches. The yeah. Gulf of Mexico. Um, you know the Mississippi mud and the uh, the oil just stains yeah. that water a beautiful brown. Um, I definitely remember going to the beach several times as a kid, and my dad driving us up, and we get out and walk out. And you just, and all of a sudden you just see all these sort of silvery, reflecty things on the horizon. Get up a little closer. Oh, it's a giant oil spill with (laughs) millions of dead fish. (laughs) So I don't know. I guess if you could push the banana boat through that sludge.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, that's kind of like playing for the Knicks, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I grew up in a refinery town, which is kind of like Jersey, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
4: But yeah. Melo should be interesting, but if you're the Knicks now, you have a little more leverage against
3: them. Well, Warriors. at least a, at least the player said he wanted to go exactly. there. Exactly. That's that's like, at
4: least. But also, let's be honest here. Kyrie Irving is the Knicksiest Nick there is. Oh in my the god! League right now, like. He's basically Steve Francis and Steph- Stephon Marbury rolled up into one. <laughs> I mean, they, the
3: differences are they would be getting him when he's 25 and not 32, yes, but, but yes. He's only 25. Wow. Um, I mean, Marbury was like 27 when he went there, so it's not... But still. Oh, boy.
4: So, LeBron. Let's get to LeBron here. Okay. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said something... Super interesting. Did he? Yeah. This is (laughs) the first time, this is the first thing Stephen A. Smith has said since Iverson left the league where I've been like, oh, that's an interesting report. Uh He says that Kyrie Irving's camp thinks it was LeBron who leaked this story. Because it didn't. They they asked for it two weeks ago. Well, I mean, maybe, but. He could have
3: leaked it, but I'm just surprised that it... Like, how did they, How does anything remain a secret in the NBA for more than, like, two weeks?
4: That's... Well, I'm... One, two weeks seems like a long time for it to have remained a secret.
3: Given that there's all kinds of turmoil and that there's a bunch of full-time yeah. ESPN reporters just covering the team.
4: Yeah.
0: And it's the off-season and all these guys are hanging out. Yeah, everybody's in LA
3: anyway. Like, it, it just takes one person... like. You could overhear it as a Postmate,
0: you know? <laughs> what if that was... What if that was actually it, The secret Postmate? Oh, it wasn't me, I promise. Uh, so, my... <laughs>
4: but, my theory... I actually... I'm with Stephen A. Smith on this one. Oh,
3: okay. That's the title of the episode right now. Yes.
4: And I think it's LeBron... This is LeBron straight-up Fredoing Kyrie. Really? Yeah, because... Now LeBron gets to be the good guy, and he can leave and be like, "Kyrie left me. Yeah. What am I gonna uh-huh. do? Stay uh-huh. here?"
3: But I mean, <laughs> Kyrie still made the trade request, whether it sure was public or not. But I right? just
4: mean, I think Kyrie's overplaying his power here versus LeBron. Oh well, he.
3: that that's co- I mean that's the story <laughs> of Kyrie Irving, right? <laughs> Mamba mentality. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, the,
0: he's 25. If you're going to make a move like this, and you want to be the face of a franchise and be the leader, this yeah. is that you're coming into the, your prime.
3: Yeah, you go now. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it's it's also funny that he apparently uh, someone told Stephen A. Smith that he wanted to beat Kyrie, kind of wanted to beat Kyrie's ass, which is hilarious. Just given LeBron James's history of physical conflict with people Mm -hmm. it's not really like do you think lebron can fight (laughs) like when was the last time lebron was in a fight like seventh grade yeah he had to be in a fight he was always
0: twice as big as the next guy and if you touched him you would just go to jail like yeah (laughs) sheriff's deputies would just
4: surround you uh, well, I mean, I can tell you right now, he definitely can't fight because his response to this was posting an Instagram video of him rapping along to a Meek Mill right. song, Ooh. a guy who lost a verbal fight with Drake. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: He also he also tried to get recently tried to get some of his like bodyguards to beat up a different rapper. And the guy just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> it's very meek though. Uh I do want to talk about that trend of uh, NBA players like after... So Rudy Gobert did this too. When Gordon Hayward left, he was listening to some, some song that was like, loyalty, no loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like a common thing, especially that LeBron does a lot. Yeah, the musical subtweet. Is this... This feels like something you would do on your vlog as a 7th grader yes. when you break up with your girlfriend exactly. you like, uh, listen yes. to a sad song and sing it and yet NBA players are doing it and we're like oh that's interesting not pathetic at all I, we should just look at this for the meaning of it instead of <laughs> shaking our heads in pity
0: <laughs> I think the internet sort of makes or social media makes us all 7th graders it's, yeah. <laughs> as much as we that's might not want point. to admit yeah. it.
3: Yeah, I guess I guess at the same time as I'm saying this, like if my phone beeped and there was a little floating heart attached yeah. to a mini joke I wrote, In I'd be like, orphan rush good. Right.
4: <laughs> How many friends do I have? So I do think though, we're all dancing around the problem here. Everyone is. We've everyone is either blaming Kyrie or LeBron for this. But to me, the clear villain here is still Dan Gilbert. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no reason this should be happening. Uh, because normally you would just, let Kyrie
3: would have lunch with the general manager or something yeah, and David say, Griffin like, hey, I'm unhappy. Like, and David Griffin would be like, oh, well, let me mediate these, yeah. as NBA teams often do. Right. Like, uh, but these players hate each other and play together for
4: years? Bradley yeah. and John Wall openly hate each other. And... D-
3: did Michael Jordan like anybody? On and did anybody, anybody like Michael, Michael Jordan? Play- like, like, he <laughs>
0: punched them in practice. <laughs> yeah, Steve Kerr, who gets along with literally everyone, right.
3: was punched in the face by Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do weirdly
4: think if I were a Cleveland fan, I think... This makes me slightly more hopeful LeBron might stay if they can get good enough stuff back. If they can get a real monster package for Kyrie Irving, I think LeBron will be more likely to stay than go to Los Angeles and play with Lonzo Ball. Just because he
0: doesn't have the tension with Kyrie, the push-pull, he can just be...
4: No, but he's he's leaving because of like they're like capped out and there's no future. But if they can get future picks back, right. future stuff back. Yeah, I mean he was yelling for it all year and
0: last year as well.
4: I mean and let's be honest, the reason they're they're stripped of assets is because of LeBron. But right.
3: Well, I mean, yes, but isn't that what you're supposed to do? Sure. When you have LeBron yes. is yeah. go to the finals every year. I mean, I guess that's... I feel like that's the main decision with him is... Is this going to get me to the finals? Right. Right. By the way, 538 said that they they crunched the numbers and Kyrie Irving is better as a sidekick, which means he will probably win the NBA title next year.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think if they can... Get assets back and get out from one of these contracts, whether it's J.R. Smith or Tristan Thompson. They might have a better chance of keeping LeBron, shockingly, than they did before with the bad contracts and Kyrie Irving.
3: I mean, his dream is to play with a bunch of like old men who play defense, right? Like, Isn't that kind of... What he always that wants. That is kind of LeBron's dream, yeah. I mean, that might be another reason why Kyrie Irving wants to leave, is that there aren't any other young people to hang out with. Like, who... Shumpert, oh, hey, we're I hanging I
4: think his friend on the team. Yeah,
3: and, and even Shumper's, like...
4: No one wants to hang out with Iman
3: Schumbert. Cleveland's on.
0: no place for a young man. And then it's like
3: Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson playing online games yeah. together, <laughs> recording podcasts, and it's just it's just sad. Like the team just gets older and older and like, hey, you're you're ruined with D Will. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sit next to anyone on this plane.
4: Um where do you think he's going to get traded, Sean? Um, if he gets
3: traded anywhere, I think I still think it just makes too much sense. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, wow. it's where those disgruntled shooting, like like weird point guards, always go there for a little while. Like Penny Hardaway ended up there. Yeah, Harbury was there a little while, and and they just have a bunch of um, they have a combination of like a guy who can come in and replace LeBron. Uh, sorry, uh, replace Kyrie at point guard. Like, it would be Eric Bledsoe and a bunch of stuff. And they have, you know, three lottery picks from the last two years. They I think they still have a couple of future picks they could throw around.
4: They have a Miami pick for Dragic still.
3: Yeah, so it seems like there's enough stuff there and that Phoenix is kind of the, team, the place he would like to go. It seems like a place where NBA players like to live. Um, And it's not in the East. And I think they would prefer to not put him in the East. Right.
4: I think it's Denver. You think he's going to end up in Denver? I think he's going to end up in Denver, and I think I'm going to be very sad about it because we all know how much I love the Denver Nuggets, but I hate Kyrie
0: Irving. So can... You guys know all these rules better than I. Can Kyrie pull the ultimate diva move? And... What if he doesn't want to be traded to Phoenix? What if they they deal they go to deal him to Phoenix and he's like no he's actually like I'm not going to report yeah, yeah. can and he do he that have to sit out for two years but oh, he'd, okay. he'd force his way
4: out they 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 would they would trade him I think
3: I mean they won't make the
4: trade unless Kyrie says he'll play there
0: right um yeah because then it would have to be some weird three way yeah crazy I mean that does happen but.
4: A guy hasn't forced a stopped to trade in a long time, it feels like. Where would you where do you want him to go though? Where
3: would you like I'd, if you weren't predicting and you I'd just love wanted to him. on the Knicks. Just yeah. like
4: just be the a, king of New York. Yeah, it would be so great. Winning yeah, the that scoring would be title. it would be a
0: yeah. Oh, it'd it'd be be awesome. a circus.
4: Winning the scoring title, getting the eighth seed every year.
3: Joe oh nice. yeah, he would yeah, he would just well, be the Westbrook of and, the East. And then they'd play, but he'd play, LeB- but no. he'd play LeBron oh. in the first round, too. Yeah,
0: that would be so much yeah. fun. Uh, I would say just as a Rockets fan, not the Spurs, and I'm cool. Yeah. The Spurs <laughs> don't have anything to trade for him. I yeah. wouldn't worry about that. I don't think you always Cavs, gotta worry about the Spurs, bro. for the last the 20 years. The, I don't <laughs>
4: think the Cavs are interested in Lamarcus Aldridge. And that would be the only thing they would have
3: to train No, I mean, okay. That's that's good. Yeah. Oh, man, if he could... So then that I New York get... scenario would be pretty hilarious. It would yeah, be amazing. I mean, you know who has a ton of young talent, too? They could make a deal. Who? The Kings, baby! I
4: think, didn't I hear they turned down a Kyrie offer?
3: Maybe. I, I could see that. I mean, they have a lot of young guys they like, I think, now. But, <laughs> that's... I'm just trying to think of what would be... I I love the idea of Sacramento Kyrie.
4: Yeah. He would score so many points and be the like eleventh seed every year. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh yeah, but maybe he's maybe he has a lot of potential that's that hasn't been tapped. Maybe he just needs to be handling the ball more. I don't know. I'm curious. I think it makes the NBA more interesting but a little more disappointing. Just because that Cleveland team was really good.
4: Yeah. Really good. Like in any other era, that team is like an all-time team. I
3: mean, they were twelve and one before the finals. Yeah, and then one and four in the finals. Yeah, but they rested
0: a whole week. <laughs> the <time>. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they went on vacation. vacation.
3: There were actually a couple playoff games where Kyrie played like twenty minutes. Didn't mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Boston would make a lot of sense, but there's no way they're trading him to Boston. We had some news break. Uh-oh, yes. Uh-oh, uh, a big deal. Uh, Portland traded Alan Crabb to the Nets for Andrew Nicholson, and Portland is waving and stretching Andrew Nicholson. Uh,
3: Portland also receives a beard exemption for that one, for getting rid of Alan Crabb's whatever that is. His Yeah, his
4: look is not good. But uh, we should immediately just... Give our condolences to those two por- those two Canadian oh, Portland man. fans. There's Daniel Child and G. Southwood. Child Pinsers Jones. down, guys. Pinsers down. Pinsers down. Pinter's down. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so Brooklyn got the guy they signed to a giant contract last year as a restricted mm-hmm. free agent. Um, and Does it
3: have a weird poison pill to it, too? I think I'm sure think it has so. like a... Oh, maybe he got the trade kicker. I don't know. Oh,
4: uh, no, he waved their trade kicker. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but they also got a pick for picking up Andrew Nicholson from Washington for free. Uh, the Nets have a really good GM, right? Sean, Sean Marks. Sean Marks is doing, like, a really interesting good stuff, right? This is, like... So this—he's this, working on the fringes still, but
3: so their new starting lineup is now um, D'Angelo Russell. Is he going to start with Jeremy Lin, or are they going to start? I Crab? think they're going to start him and Lin. Okay, and then they'll have Carol and Crab at the wing. Yeah, and then they have. Well, they
4: also have Levert, Kilpatrick, Harris Levert, and Jeremy Lin. <laughs> A lot, A lot of guards. Is, A lot of Broadway guards. all Jefferson, and Timo Mozgov. Oh, that's right. They got Mazda.
3: <laughs> who is actually like not terrible. He just has a terrible contract.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good luck Portland. That I mean, that deal is bad, but I mean that good luck uh, Brooklyn. That crap deal is bad, but he's—I think he's pretty good.
3: Yeah, he, can, he has a discernible skill. Yeah, and so uh, the the thing I like about it is that it's going to screw over the Boston Celtics because. This trade definitely makes the Brooklyn Nets a lot better yes. next year. And, and I'm all for
4: screwing over. Uh, the Bo- Boston, Boston just
3: refusing to do anything,
4: and now it's like, yeah, you get the 8th pick in a shitty draft. It's going to be Good so luck. tight when Danny Inge comes out and is like,
0: I offered 18 first-round <laughs> picks for
4: Kyrie Irving, and then they wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. Uh, which will probably be a lie. Because oh, this will be the fifth consecutive superstar that Danny Angel will have not traded all his draft picks for. So, um, so Portland's saving a lot of money
3: on <laughs> the, the luxury tags and everything. Are they making a move? Does this mean Melo's come in? I wonder
4: <laughs> if that's what's happening next.
3: The only reason I think that that's happening is because two of the players are, like, recruiting him on Instagram. they two superstars.
4: <laughs> well, let's... let's
3: Call C.J. McCollum a regular okay,
4: star. Okay, two stars. <laughs> they're, well, they are one superstar and one star uh, have been rec- going after Mellow super hard.
0: With on. Meek Mill songs?
4: Like positive? No, yeah, yeah, yeah but that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any
3: Portland rappers? There probably aren't. <laughs> yeah, so they'd, have, a to, scenes, they'd right? have to be like, oh, I'm lip-syncing Does this Elliot up? Smith yeah. song <laughs> and then I'm going reverse
0: of that if you come right Does here. Stephen I promise Malcolm to not stab is, myself yeah. in the
4: heart. Does Stephen Malcolm count as a rapper?
0: Um. <laughs> no, very few songs. Yeah.
3: That would be so great if, if there's a CJ McCollum uh, range Life <laughs> lip sync <scene. laughs> and Mellow's like, I didn't think about Portland, but then I thought, yeah,
4: Stone Temple Pilots, man, they sucked. <laughs> um, I... So Damian Lillard says that the Warriors are du- are toast if the uh, Blazers get mellow. mellow. That is not mm, true. No, right? No, well, but I mean,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any single acquisition in the NBA that's going to make the Warriors toast. But
4: uh, well, what yeah. if what if uh, Kyrie Irving got traded for Anthony Davis? Oh, so Anthony Davis joins the, the LeBron, cast. yeah. Wow, would that would that be enough to challenge the Warriors? I
3: mean, would that, I mean, they would challenge the Warriors with LeBron <laughs> and whatever? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a That good, would be very interesting. That would be great, yeah. I mean, that's there's
4: no chance of that. You still <laughs> have to play Kevin but,
3: Love though. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Alright. Um, let's talk uh, about. This. But come on. Mellow in Portland would be so great. He would though.
4: buy so many crazy hats.
3: Like, that's the perfect <laughs>
4: merger of Hat City and Hat Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'd have a great cameo on Portlandia. Oh, I think oh, that show's still on. Um, yeah, he's
3: probably met Armisen at, like, an SNL oh, party.
4: for sure. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> but, uh. So. How good would Portland be if they got Mellow? Uh, the, the five seed? Five seed?
3: So they Slightly worse the than Rockets. Oklahoma City?
4: Yeah, that's my question. Are they as good as Oklahoma City?
3: They're right in the same category, I think. Oklahoma City is different because I think they might be really, really, really good on defense. Yes. And Portland, I guess, could be really tremendous on offense, I guess. I mean, Mellow's really good. The weird thing is that it's still every time there's a trade offer like this, even Mm -hmm. when we were talking about Kyrie, we're like, Oh, look at these West teams where this guy could go. Like the East is just so depressing. Even though these guys would do way better. It's like worse than Triple A baseball. I mean I would love so long. I would love to see Melo somehow it's it's not possible to do, but somehow get to the Wizards. Like that would be awesome. But like the pistons and the Acers and the Bulls
0: are going to be really dependent on that. Yeah, the Bulls are going to be bad for so long. It makes me sad. Um, the Heat are like the four seed. Usually, it's weird, right? Because like, usually these things have a way of just sort of working themselves out. It's kind of like uh-huh. the AFC. In football, right in, right. in the nineties the <laughs> when they got crushed by the NFC, every, seemingly every year. Yeah, and most of the eighties, honestly. But this mm-hmm. has been um,
4: going on now
0: for like two, a the, couple, like going on like a second decades. decade. Yeah, yeah. So is it just the owners? Do you think? And why are they all concentrated on one half of
3: the country? Yeah, the right. shitty owners. But you think about it, and, and one of the things you have is like uh, the the Lakers. Mavs and Spurs have all had the same owner. Well, yeah, yeah. Blazers, I guess, for like yep. what, twenty years. Rockets too. Now? Oh yeah, Leslie Alexander yeah. since
0: ninety three. Yeah, and all those teams have been. I mean, the Rockets are never bad. For they a few like, years, I mean, they were. They're not never bad the way that the Spurs are right. always good. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. You're right. They. I think they have. They, I mean, for the entire time that he's been the owner, they're one of the highest winning percentages in the league. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, way up there. If the Rockets, Mavericks, or Spurs were in the East, they
4: would have been a number one seed for, like, ten years straight. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Um,
0: And do you think, like... I mean, imagine,
4: though, if LeBron goes to
3: the Grizzlies, too.
0: Hmm.
3: If Le- you think LeBron's going to go to
4: Memphis? No, no. In that, <laughs> wow, in wow. that draft line, oh, oh, I understand what you're if saying. If LeBron yes. James doesn't go to the Cavs, if LeBron ends up in Memphis and is also in the West, the yes. East is even more depressing. Man, that
3: really yeah. opens it up for uh, Paul Pierce being like the Jim Kelly of our time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, man, like, the East... All I know is not to keep talking about the Cavs, but like the fact that that guy was born in Ohio is the only <laughs> thing that has held up the entire conference. Wow,
0: that's that's very yeah, true
4: for so long. Yeah, <laughs> like if
0: he was born in California or Texas, right. They would have, there would be serious talks about reorganizing the league. Right, right. It would right. be like, yeah, which we, I, we just I, play 1 through 16 in the final which, such... which I've read about, you know, with the way travel is now, it's not that big of a deal. Uh huh.
3: Yeah. Man, what a, what a bummer for these poorly run franchises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: even the Bucks, which have, like, the best, like, future. Had a really poorly run off season where they were like infighting. The front office was like infighting.
3: Didn't they not hire a new GM at some weird time? (laughs) Like, why are these guys just flying by the seat of their pants (laughs) like this? It just reminds me of going into like a Starbucks and there's just no one at the counter. And you're like, why are there so many people in back? Like, oh, they're all, the whole, everybody's training. Yeah, right. except
4: in this case, you're Giannis out of the <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. And actually,
3: I, I, to be fair, this should have been a Jamba Juice if we're talking about Giannis. Yes, it's true. <laughs> he loves, loves, smoothies. loves smoothies.
4: All right. Um, guys, more Cavs news. Cavs heavy pod. Uh, Derek Rose has officially signed a one-year minimum deal. Cleveland it is. The Cleveland Cavaliers.
3: Boy, wow. So I looked this up on January 11th of, of this year, just six months ago, he was talking about how he was looking for a max deal in free agency. Right, and right. And he got a minimum deal. That is as wrong as he could have been.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he is not right a lot. As somebody who's <laughs> listened to many interviews, have suffered through many interviews with them in my days in Chicago, he's not right a
4: lot. You know what else he wasn't right on a lot? The SATs. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna talk about not down, yeah. raping women. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had Mike Mulloy on last week and he said that he wanted uh Derek Rose to sign a Supermax contract I love to it. jail. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean Cleveland, Ohio
3: is pretty close. Yeah, it's like as close to jail as He, he still gets it. to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anytime it's he wants. True. Uh now will he will the Cavs allow him to just ditch the team for days at a time? That's like, I thing, think they have but, to be ready for it. Right. He could flee at any moment. Right.
0: Because it's not his hometown. Right? He needs to go he, be up in the uh, Trump Tower. We don't talk home.
4: about this enough. But it is so weird Phil Jackson was so mad at Chris Porzingis for missing an exit interview. And not mad at all that Derek Rose just didn't show up to a game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That season. happened this season. Derek Rose just didn't come to a game.
0: Yeah. The old... A no-show. <laughs> the same thing you'll get fired at Dunkin' Donuts yeah. for the dreaded no-call no-show. <laughs> right.
4: no-call no-show of a game. Wow.
0: That's pretty rough. I would like to
3: see funnier day, if you're listening, and I know you are, get Christophs Porzingis to reenact the iris in speech, but with... Exit Interviews. We're talking about Exit Interviews. We're talking about Exit Interviews. We're talking about Exit Interviews. Not the game, not me working out showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,
0: Jackie Mason? That was, that, really yeah, <laughs> that was Mr. Saturday Night,
4: actually. Uh, so... Derek Rose is not good. I saw ESPN was running this on their bottom line yesterday. Uh-huh. And then it's based on their weird real plus minus stat. He was the 51st best point
0: guard in the NBA last year. But he was the MVP in
4: 2011.
0: Well, <laughs> but oh, that was so <laughs> <know>. long ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that was, that was one good knee ago. He's gotten to Two zero. Two good knees to go, right? You're right. He got hurt the following year. Yeah, and on his he other has knees. zero good knees. He has zero knees. He has zero knees, which are vital. Yeah, to play especially basketball. because he can't shoot
4: right. or pass. He just he just dunks on lane. people. He got the MVP for dunking on people, and he can't really do that anymore.
3: But man, Derek Gross and Jeff Green in one offseason. With and Kyrie Irving leaving. Did they add somebody else that wasn't on the team last year? Jose Calderon? Jose Calderon!
4: Yeah, warrior great Jose Calderon.
3: That's right. right. Does he get a ring?
4: I don't know. I doubt it,
3: but... Did he ever actually arrive in Oakland, or did they wave him?
4: They had a uniform for him, but I don't know if he was there. I think they traded for him... I mean, they signed him when they were on the road.
3: Yeah, and then Cade... And KD, got, KD hurt. got hurt, and then and they then called immediately him and
4: Matt Barnes. He never played a game. I
3: don't know. I think he's an NBA
4: champion. Yeah. Although I guess he played <laughs> for a different team in the playoffs, so that probably... <laughs> <laughs> um, John Wall signed his Giant Player, uh, his giant player Exception. Uh, four years for $170 million. Uh, locked up for five more years. His... He's signing. He's gonna be a wizard till 2022, which still. When someone tells me the year 2022 is coming, I'm like, yeah, right. right. That's like that's <laughs> like 50 years in the future, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> uh, my brain's it's like, have, it's like that's when like RoboCop takes place, right? right? That's <laughs> like the, they did that year in the in the year
3: 20, 2022.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a theory about why John Wall signed this contract. Why is it? Uh, and it's because, look, John Wall has a history of complaining about people making more money than him, with good reason. Uh, but I think someone told him that if he didn't sign this deal, Otto Porter would be the highest paid wizard. Uh-oh. And he was like, I can't let that happen, where's my pen? <laughs> um... But yeah, is he finally going to be able to forgive Reggie Jackson for making more money than him, Sean?
3: I think he can now. Now he will so. forgive Reggie Jackson, who's stuck in Detroit.
4: I don't think anybody forgives Reggie Jackson for anyone. Wow. anything though, I think Reggie Jackson to me is the guy everyone hates the most in the NBA.
3: <clears throat> that's definitely true for the Oklahoma City Thunder and players. the
4: Detroit Pistons. Ooh, that's not good. Because the Detroit Pistons last year had a players-only meeting where they just screamed at him. Uh, Sean, this next story, this next news story you really wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah,
3: Steph Curry was on the season premiere of Ballers on Sunday. Oh, oh Ballers. Chad, do you watch Ballers? No, I don't. Should I, I start? Don't I don't either. No, it's, it's, I'm, it, it's, it's, it's like it's the lowest. It's entourage, right? Yes, it is absolutely a sports entourage, but it's like Wow, even, that is a double meathead. That, that is a double meathead sandwich. It's it's also kinda of like black entourage, sort of. But uh the like things Rock you have Corddry's to remember on it? Yeah, the stars are the Rock and Rod Cordry and Denzel Washington's son, who is like the smallest, pudgiest all pro receiver you're ever right. going to see. Like this season in particular, I mean he's like 5'7". Is he really? Because uh, didn't he play
0: like a practice squad? He made a practice oh, squad? He really? made the team? Raiders practice squad, yeah. I believe. I mean. Maybe just. Because Al Davis, he's a maverick. He just wanted well, Denzel Al Davis Washington's is dead. Team. Yeah. <laughs> well, it but was I, a few years ago. I right? think it was so, like last year. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm sorry I'm not up on Denzel Washington's son practice squad news. I studied a little bit before I came here, Joey, yeah. but I didn't make it that far. <laughs> Uh, you oh, should have Should I go? Yeah. You yeah get watched. out! Get
4: out! <laughs> you you should have watched... You should have seen that overhead projector I set up for you on Raiders. <laughs> I'm just it's too busy Potter looking at
0: this goddamn it. bulletin board yeah. with all these... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> solving my brother's murder. Yeah. It's, uh, I think you're getting a little testy. Weirdly, look, Reggie Jackson is on there. That's yeah. why I
4: was so mean to him a couple of minutes ago. He's my number one suspect. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Also, uh, the best thing about... Is because it's an HBO show. Uh, you know how do you, do you watch Game of Thrones?
0: I don't, but I heard there are breasts on that show. Is that that where on you're at? But any
3: any show, if you see any HBO drama from the last couple years, or like Girls did this, uh, they do an inside look at the episode that plays mm. afterwards. So they'll play a short scene, and then the showrunner sure. will explain what happened. So with Game of Thrones, it's like, well, you know the this. This song they're playing was actually referenced five seasons ago. And mm-hmm. it's about uh, the grandson of the Stark family. So we're we're making an allusion to the uncertainty here. And then you have Ballers, where they'll do inside the episode. And it's like, The Rock punches a wall. And then they cut to The Rock, who's like, We wanted to show Spencer's frustration. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Anyway, Steph Curry was on Ballers this week. It was totally ridiculous. He's talking on the phone with The Rock um, like on a runway, like he just got out of a private plane, but he's talking on speaker. I don't think that
0: that stands up. And it's a reality.
3: Uh, he's with Aisha Curry who was holding Steph's hand the entire scene, mm-hmm. which really drove me crazy. <laughs> um and she's also like acting like she's cool about... Like, they're supposed to have dinner or something. And and The Rock's like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't have a date. And then she's like, just get a girl. And it's like, no, that's not what you would say. You're not going to endorse this free-wheeling, <laughs> free- premarital sex lifestyle <laughs> that is essentially the core of ballers. Like, sure, 10% a- of the show is people doing cocaine off naked women or on boats or both. Well, right. that's so, why she
4: insisted to hold his hand the entire scene, right? She yeah. didn't want him in one of those scenes. Right. She was afraid that Steph, Curry, Steph and The Rock were going to go run into one of
0: those strip club scenes. Yeah. So. I want to watch an episode. I think, I, I feel like that's a show where you watch one episode. I got it! I got yeah, yeah. it! Yeah, no, you, you... But I want to see how many... Of the uh, the Martin Scorsese Goodfellas cocaine, uh, where the camera swoops in as someone takes yeah, the yeah, light, yeah, yeah. and then the camera and the guy's head yeah. are moving in opposite directions yeah. together, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. How many? How many? How many of those shots per episode? I'm guessing three or four. Three or four. Three yeah. or four. It's a lot of
3: just long tracking shots. You sure.
0: Know. Yeah. Get that steady cam.
3: Oh yeah. So anyway, it, that was. <laughs> It was terrible. There's no way that Steph Curry would be in the real ballers, and he cancels the meeting because they claim that Riley Curry's basketball team made the finals. Riley right? yeah, Curry's the basketball four. team? Come on, come on, ballers!
4: Writing staff,
3: get it, it together. Steph
4: Curry's basketball team made the finals. That final would have been hilarious. Like. Seth's in a rec
3: league. Gotta go watch Seth play. God, I would love an Inside the Episode about just Steph Curry's scene. Uh-huh. Well, you're the one, oh, I'll find it. I'll see if I can find Uh him.
4: So, Sean, you want to do our ad read before yeah. we talk to Chad about Chris Paul for quite a while?
3: Yeah, let's do this. Okay, so uh, we're very excited once again to have a new sponsor on Round Ball Rock. And this time it's a new film starring Cleveland Cavaliers point guard Kyrie Irving. It is called Across the World in 80 Days. It takes place when Kyrie's beloved character, Uncle Drew, makes a bet that he can navigate the entirety of the flat earth in just 80 days. And Uncle Drew has to use everything at his disposal. Horses, trains, banana boats, sick-ass crossover dribbles, an awkwardly timed trade request. Anything that will get him out of town and fast. Now, a lot of people think Uncle Drew is too old to travel, but he actually has the strength and quickness of a young man. Also, if you watched the NBA Finals at all, you know that Kyrie Irving is really good at traveling. Along the way, Uncle Drew is pursued by his nemesis, old man LeBron from those Nike commercials. Remember those? Will he slow down Uncle Drew down by making him travel with Iman Shumpert? Will he frustrate Uncle Drew by dominating the reservation desk and... Not letting him handle the reservations. And will old man LeBron finally admit that he's going bald? Old man makeup Kevin Love has been edited out of the film. Across the world in 80 days. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Just like the edge of the world that you will fall off if you go too far east. Wow. Thank you, Across the World in 80 Days. That sounds like it'll be fun.
4: I can't wait to see that Rick Baker makeup. <laughs> we've, uh,
3: <laughs> we've got no idea what cities it's going to be playing in, though. So check your, I mean, it's one of four, right? Check Brian windhorse <laughs> for showtimes.
4: Um, I'm being told that this movie is being... I can't tell you because I'm afraid of blogs. Yeah. Uh, Brian Winhorse, so afraid of blogs. All right, um, Chad. Hi. So you're a Rockets fan? Sure. Who had who watched a lot of Chris Paul this season? Live. Absolutely. So we wanted to talk. We thought you were the perfect person to talk to about this trade. This trade that just happened for Chris Paul. Absolutely. Are you excited?
0: I am. I am. I mean, after watching James Harden uh pound the shit out of the ball pound the shit out of the ball but he also averaged what over 11 assists this year so like and they said we're gonna make this guy into an assist machine i was like that that guy that guy (laughs) and they did it and they did it and i was like you know in a perfect world it would have been great if they would have gotten paul george Mm
2: -hmm. they would have
0: gotten a four um but you know what i'm really excited to have... They got it for it. It's P.J. Tucker. <laughs> I'm just saying that they needed a little <laughs> more scoring help from a bigger guy. Um, but I think with the point God running the show and now James Harden being able just to be his crazy James Harden self again, I think it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, so, and I got to get um, the NBA League Pass this year or somebody's password. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's
3: going to be a super fun team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, got, you got Mba Amute on the team. him. No, Nene's coming back. Who else did they add? Didn't they they had somebody, somebody else? else good.
4: I can't
0: think. They had to get rid of some of those shooters. They had They yeah, had Beverly, so Beverly's gone. Beverly's gone. gone. You're way less likely... I would is Lou, Rockets, Lou Williams? Lou Williams, Williams is gone. gone. Gone, yeah. He was in that trade. And so, then yeah. Sam
3: Decker and Montrez Harrell also left. The
0: Rockets just historically have been... Good at finding guys out of nowhere who can shoot yeah. threes for at least a two or three month period. Yeah,
3: yeah, they 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 kill it so hard with like the number seventeen pick in the draft yeah. every time they have that chance. Yeah, they're good. They're a good organization. They just have a lot of fun guys. I would say with the changes with Patrick Beverly gone, um, the Rockets are way less likely to fight the fans this year, <laughs> but are slightly more likely to fight a ref with Chris Paul there. So that's that's yeah. a fair trade off, I think. And they still might get Carmelo. Yeah, they still might get have
0: him. Which uh. you don't want. You don't want Melo. Maybe you guys are changing my mind on him, but I I just I would hate for him to come there and it would there's a, so much potential and then him just sort of cuz he's never had he's never had a legit shot. At winning. maybe maybe this would be the turnaround. Mm-hmm. Mentally he needs <laughs> Because, but he's, he, but he's, how long has he been on the Knicks? This is year, this will be year 15 of his career, and he's been on the Nets since 2011. So, enough time to have a severe chronic case of New York Knicks disease where you just don't give a shit by like Uh April. I mean, by like, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't give a shit. Like, as soon as February's over, you're like, where are we going? Where are we going on vacation? You know? Mm hmm.
3: Well, I mean, this is, it's interesting because you are the second consecutive podcast guest who said they don't want Carmelo Anthony on their good team. Mike Malloy yeah. said he
0: didn't want Melo on the Celtics. It's just, that's what, my, that's what my gut and just everything I know about him. Who knows, though? Who knows? I mean, yeah, it could, oh it could just God. be a Barkley. It could just be, uh, you know how, like, the elephants go walk off into the distance to die? Right. <laughs> kind of like what Barkley did with the rockets the remember when they had to create I mean I'm sorry to go off on a tangent no, but no. this is still one of my most I think this is one of the most hilarious NBA facts When they had to create that rule that you couldn't just stand there and dribble for 10 seconds Uh because Barkley would stand there with his giant ass (laughs) and just sort of post up on someone, but he would just be dribbling like a fat kid playing (laughs) one-on-one basketball who was just catching his breath so he could make his next move. Uh They had to create a rule. And no one before or since has ever wanted to do that. And that rule, I don't even think it exists anymore because it's not necessary. It it exists and... Mark Jackson was
4: also uh, okay. one of the reasons that rule yeah. existed. But, but Barkley really back to the basket right, rule. Right, 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 right. 10 not, seconds closely guarded. I mean, Rockets, Two of those rules.
3: <laughs> Rockets Barkley is an amazing force. And his <laughs> I remember when he went to the Rockets he announced that his he just wanted to lead the league in rebounding like right. like that it was going to be Akeem's team. And I was like, "Wow, how selfless." And I thought about it and was like, "Well, you just don't want to work as Like, you're kind of done scoring, so you want to, like, camp out by the basket. And he was great at getting rebounds, but at the same time, it was like, wait a second. And that second this year... This is selfless. Yeah. I mean, he
0: couldn't play at all. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he said... One thing about that dude, exceedingly honest, he yeah. basically said... He publicly apologized to the city of Houston. He was yeah. like, man, I shouldn't have come back that second year. There was yeah. no way I could even play. Well, and I remember he, I was like... Fat. He was
3: fat. He was fat. I remember he, uh... He and, he and Scottie Pippen did not
0: get along very well either. Because well, it's Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Who got, who gets along with Scott? I mean, who likes Scottie Pippen? In Chicago, he was known as no-tippin' Scotty Pippen. Yes. In the, from all my friends in the service industry. No-tippin'
3: Pippen. Yeah. The other thing I remember about Barkley is his last year, I think he tore his biceps or mm-hmm. something. and he But he came back for like the last game of the season. And I remember Steve Francis and Catino Mobley were really psyched about it. <laughs> it seems like those guys got along well. Um, uh, it's, it's too bad. It's too, Steve Francis still has not made it into the big three, though. Cantino Mobley is dominating. He's playing really great.
4: Uh, back to we'll talk about the big. Sorry, three sorry, sorry. We know you love the big three more than the <laughs> NBA now, but uh, here's my worry with Melo on the Rockets, though. Uh, he already had Mike D'Antoni fired once. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What if he does it again and Doc Rivers takes over the Rockets?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's just a complete weird Clippers (laughs) changeover. And then all of a sudden, Paul Pierce is on the end of the bench for no reason at all. Why? Why did this happen? (laughs) So here's my worry about the
4: Rockets, now that they've added Chris Paul, is the Rockets have a history of being a team that is only fun to watch in theory. (laughs) And it stretches all the way back to Kevin Martin, where you're looking at Kevin Martin's numbers and you're like, oh, they, they look so fun. And then you watch it and it's a guy trying to get fouled over and over and over again. And James Harden is good Kevin Martin. Right. And Chris Paul also does that. He's only fun to me in theory, because then you watch Chris Paul... And you're like, oh, he's just constantly screaming at everybody and walking the ball up and flopping.
0: Are you? You're a little- too sensitive. You're just used to a little Steph Curry, nice guy.
4: <laughs> no, because I- even in New Orleans,
0: basketball is walking. all about yelling. It's one of the it's the yellingest sport. <laughs> Next to football, maybe the most. It's just the yellingest sport. I- I don't know. I mean, I, I had know, ten years you... of Tom Thibodeau. I like, I like. The yeah, yelling. yeah. <laughs> See, I <laughs> just to your horse. I... Death metal yelling <laughs> is what I like out of out of my basketball. Well, what I lo- I love
3: the contrast of. Because I don't think Chris Paul has ever had a coach who yells as little as Dan. Mike D'Antoni does not yell. He's a chill guy. No, yeah. I
4: mean, even even his voice is
3: real like, oh, like, like he fits it's it's right solid. in. And, yeah, it's yeah. West Virginia <laughs> crossed with Italy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I just love. Yeah, what is that accent? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but he fits in in Houston. Yeah, like accent. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm
4: worried that. Chris Paul is gonna override Mike D'Antoni, and I prefer Mike D'Antoni's style of basketball to Chris Paul's style of basketball. Hmm. Is I guess that is my main. I
0: I would I would say in defense of Chris Paul, I do sincerely believe he's a guy who wants to win championship, and I think he's going. And I think that LA Clippers team went as they were fun but they were they mean obviously went as far as it could go and they were totally snake bit with injuries you know either him or Blake or both were hurt what yeah. five years in a row and it was really yeah. ridiculous but also so i think i mean he's a definitely he's like like a textbook case of a guy who just needs a change of scenery and if that change of scenery happens to be on a really good yeah. basketball team the I thing, know, the that thing. i happen to root for <laughs> yeah. i'm okay with it. yeah yeah he's also
3: um... So good at the end of quarters mm-hmm. that, and that's something that James Harden is not as good at. Yeah, let's just
4: talk the, about that James
0: Harden's real quick. many strokes, like in Game Four yeah, against the why Spurs. Why does that
4: keep happening? Where James I think Harden he's a very
0: strange disappears. individual. He's a strange guy. And I, I I, don't know, I've always, I mean, that's one of the things I really like about the NBA is they sort of let the eccentric guys be eccentric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we all probably really like about uh, the league. And I don't know the specificity, I don't know the specifics of James Harden's weirdness, and I would like to investigate it a little more, but you can just kind of tell, he sort of, meant like, even just like when he's waiting to shoot a free throw or something, like, man, his head is somewhere else. Yeah, he's yeah. in orbit right now. I mean, overall, I do, I mean, the Rockets are always aggressive, you know? Yeah. They, they try to make a big splash. Oh, yeah. No, and so, I, I mean, I do like that they're, like, this is, you know, this is what the Warriors have wrought, you know? This is, oh, this is just it's, arms it's race a shit. Great, shit yeah. It's a know? great
4: addition, and they're the second best team in the West. I just, the fit is odd to me between the three of them, D'Antoni, Paul, and Harden. And I'm really... In, I think it's going to work eventually, but I I just personally hope it's DeAntoni that wins and not Chris Paul, because mm-hmm. the Rockets don't need more pounding of the ball. Right. Yeah. That's true. They need more seven seconds or less. And Chris Paul... When Alvin Gentry was on the Clippers, and, you know, he's like a D'Antoni acolyte, he and... Paul and Gentry were constantly screaming at each other because Gentry wanted him to push the ball and Chris Paul wanted to walk it up. Right. So, I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, Let's talk about, though, your history with the Rockets, Chad. My history. Yeah, your Uh, personal history. My personal history. You got, like, favorite Rockets teams? You got a...
0: Well, I mean... Let's see.
4: Who Hakim... are your favorite Rockets of all time?
0: Let's. Well, I mean, it's go got to be Hakeem is number one. Yeah, Clearly. it's not Josh Smith. It's not Josh Smith. <laughs> I mean, because Hakeem was drafted the same year as Jordan. Mm-hmm. That crazy ahead of Jordan. Ahead of Jordan. Number one pick. He was the number one pick, and um... super defensible number one pick too. Yeah, exactly. no one ever complains right. like. Right. They took Hakeem over Jordan. Right. Yeah. Because they made the finals twice, and yeah. they just, you know... No, actually, wait. Did they make the finals twice in their league? Three times. Well, oh, the first oh, time yeah, was... Oh, twice. No, one no, one... no, the first time was With before Hakeem. it was pre-Hakim, and they lost, I think they lost to the Celtics both times, and then in 86, that insanely that Samson, good... The
4: team, yeah.
3: Yeah, the, that insanely Oh, yeah, they good went in, like, team. they
0: lost yeah. the finals in, like, 81. Yeah. I
3: think, yeah. Too. I, I really love... The Rockets are, like, my... Mm-hmm. I... Secondary or like number three NBA team traditionally. I just like have liked them. I just love the team. And same yeah, no Like, good. I was even really into those, um, like Chuck Hayes, McGrady, Yao teams. Yeah.
0: God, what could have been with Yao? Um, yeah. Jerry, We were talking this pre recording. Uh, that poor guy. He would play a full NBA season, and then he would have to go back to China and play where, and he would play on the national team where they had full-on like off-season practices during while they were playing all these games, yeah. and they they would run wind sprints and shit, and then he would have to fly coach. Ah. Uh, in these, and yeah. then like so, his of course his body colla- like big men have terrible feet anyway. Yeah, like he need he needed the rest. Yeah, but that was the that was the compromise he made to be the guy to come over here.
3: Yeah, I wish he'd I wish he'd had um, Rick Adelman earlier instead of Van Gundy because I think Van Gundy saw him and was like, "I used to coach Patrick Ewing, I know how this works," not realizing that Yao was like a great shooter and passer Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and even when he was you know physically not his best. That one series with the the Lakers, where the Rockets almost beat him, and Yao got hurt in like Game Four, or Game Five, Yao was just carving up that team yeah. until his injury.
0: This is
4: too bad. Yeah, it's, a,
0: it's um, great
4: though. It's one of the great, great NBA characters of all time.
0: Personal, uh, one of my he's favorite. He's like our giant.
4: Yeah, he's our giant.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite memories. Um, of course, the two championships. But in uh, in '94, during the finals, I think you might know where I'm going with uh-huh. this. Sitting here in Los Angeles, uh, <laughs> when uh, the OJ thing happens and they break in during uh-huh. the finals, I was furious as a ten year old.
4: I didn't okay. care about OJ. I loved, <laughs> I loved Hakeem Olajuwon. I mm-hmm. loved that Rockets. Well,
0: you and my father, Bob Briggs, if you're listening, <laughs> hey Dad. Um, had the same affinity for Akeem and didn't give a shit about O.J. at that point because I remember them breaking in and my dad basically muttering something like, God damn it, O.J., I supported you all these years. Now the Rockets are finally in the finals. And my dad went out to his company car, started it up, just rolled down the windows, smoked cigarettes, and listened to the the Rockets game on 740 KTRH. (laughs) Yeah. And they, that's what I I mean and I think that will us it, to win. it was in
4: such a small box like and TVs were so They just didn't already. know what to do.
0: You, you could the, not watch right, the game. Right. Like, that crazy. the 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 Costage the Costage the Costas footage, Bob Costas footage and that great 30 for 30 mm-hmm. June 14th 1994 or whatever it's called yeah. where mm-hmm. he's just like Every way that I say it, it just sounds really callous. I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah, it's so great. Yeah, like he's, he's getting awesome. ready. He's getting ready to go live on the air, and they're, he's getting ready to do the cold open, basically for the ninety-four oh my finals game four. And this, all this shit is happening.
3: His co and his it's his coworker. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so he's got like four guys, I'm
0: sure, screaming in his ear. You know, have you ever have you ever been in one of those? Uh, Trucks that they basically direct a broadcast out of. Yeah, It's really the most stressful place you've ever been in your life. I had a job briefly. um, It was just a little contract job working for ESPN uh, at University of Texas games when they broadcast them. uh, And I just did the little score Uh bug. So I just, anytime somebody hit a two, just hit a little two button. And, you know, that was basically it. But just the amount of shouting. And I screwed up one time. And I thought I was going to cry. People yelled at me. Take the fucking bug down! And just, you know, and like, I'm
3: sorry!
0: I was like almost reduced to tears. So, I want to ask you about the Clippers. Okay. You watched a lot of Clippers games this year.
4: As a non-Clipper fan.
0: I sort of, I mean, you watch a team enough you have a certain affinity. Sure.
4: How do you... How do you feel about them? Any any notes on what happened to the Clippers?
0: I mean, I guess it's just sort of hitting the reset button, right? I mean, well, they have... They, I See, I thought they were going to get rid of... I wanted them to get rid of Blake. Yeah, I thought that. Once Chris Paul left, I, I was completely wrong on this, but I thought, oh, this is your opportunity to... Just clean house, right? Yeah. I wish they would have done that. I wish they would have just wholesaled... Um, but I've, so you're not know.
4: excited about this crazy Euro-Clipper team we're about to get? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know a lot about them, to be completely they're gonna honest. They're going to be that super I fun, I think. You think if so? They're going to be hurt a lot,
0: but they're going to be
4: <laughs> fun. Gallinari uh, is crazy. He does crazy things. Everything I've heard about this Tia Dosich guy is delightful. It's also so funny that... Um, this is
3: the
0: guy from the French League? I think he's from a Turkish league, okay. but he himself is Greek. He's
4: been like the best player in Europe. He's he was. Do you remember when the Greek team beat the U.S. team in the uh, Olympics? Right. That that was him. Oh wow! He was the point guard running the pick and roll over and over and over and Damn. over again, just destroying the U.S. team. Uh, so he's old. He's like thirty or thirty-one. He also used to play with Patrick
3: Beverly years and years ago in Turkey, and apparently, Patrick Beverly uses Teodozic as his hotel name. Because he loved him so much. He's That's like, his hotel name. Yeah. And I think probably people uh, in NBA cities maybe call up Patrick Beverly and harass him more than you want to be able I was just
0: like, how many bridges has he burned at hotels that right, right. <laughs> uh, don't let Patrick and Beverly in this hotel? Make it a disaster area. No, it's just me,
4: T.O. Dulcet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a guy who plays zero defense, but makes crazy passes constantly. Right, huh? And he's 30, 32 mm-hmm. maybe even. But they're going to be fun and weird, at this And sure. they've they got Did they add anybody else? I feel like they did. Yeah.
3: No. Oh, and J.J. They Jamal JJ's, Crossover. I'll miss
0: Jamal Crossover. Oh, you yeah, you'll love favorites.
3: Lou Williams, though. Yeah, they, yeah, you
4: can't have Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford on the same team. Right. It's they like would, they, would, the world they would shake hands. They would touch each other. Um. <laughs> and I
0: did like watching DeAndre all year. DeAndre yeah. Jordan is a lot of fun. Just an old school, like throwback to, like 90s center. Just how do you feel about... And can't shoot a free throw. Just, just
4: it, like, how God. do you feel about the Doc
0: Austin stuff? It's constant the, drama, right? It's just a drama. weird... Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I House Rivers...
0: Right. Uh, yeah, he survived all that. Right. He's still yeah. Austin's
4: pops. still there. Yeah, he, he was, was probably begging the last to man standing. He was like <laughs> begging
0: to be traded. <laughs> I'm sure he couldn't say it in front of his pops. I mean, that's gotta the be rumors weird. Rumors
4: were that's why Paul didn't want to be there anymore, though, was of the because Austin of Austin. Rivers really? Stuff. Yeah. Like apparently, the Austin Doc stuff makes it
0: very weird. I can imagine. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it usually doesn't happen beyond little league. <laughs> I mean
4: It makes it weird in Little League.
0: Yeah. Look, it's
3: yeah. not a good idea in the White House either, as we're right. oh, like, oh. don't let your boss's dumb kids just. But I'm glad we tried it out
0: just to make sure that it doesn't Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now yeah. we know.
3: Now we know for sure. Yeah, even like it didn't even work when Cal Ripkins dad was his manager. It was just like, no, this You yeah. shouldn't do that. Not in a workplace. <laughs>
4: Um. All right. Do you have any irrational hatred or love for any non-rockets besides the Clippers too? Because you fell in love
0: with them. I yeah. fell in love <laughs> like with them. We had a little thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clippers. Well, the Bulls. Um, you love the Bulls because I you did. lived in Chicago. I for lived in 10 years. Yeah, I love the Bulls. Um, irrational hatred. I see. I think that's what the playoffs are all about. We were talking before. It's like you see the same ugly face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, well, I mean, historically it goes back to the Utah Jazz with me. Jeff Jeff Hornacek, Hornacek. I hated Jeff Hornacek so much. The way he wiped his face to say hello to his kids before shooting free throws, fuck you. I I really hate that. Greg Ostertag, oh, I hated him (laughs) so much. I hated all the Utah Jazz, and I still do. They're always just hateable dorks on the Utah Jazz. Even Andre Kirilenko? See, I don't even really—I'm not super familiar with yeah. him. Um, Sorry, uh, I love him. no. Don't worry. About I it. mean, he was. You guys know all the deep cuts, dork, though. right? <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: I love. He wasn't on the Rockets long, and I already brought him up. But I will forever love Josh Smith, just for, irrationally because he was a jerk who did a lot of bad stuff. But when he beat the Clippers with James Harden on the bench, was that like one of the great? Sports moments of all time for you. For me? Yeah. Um, it was, that was such an improbable comeback.
0: Yeah.
3: It was a lot of guys, it was a bunch of guys that I also like more than maybe their NBA talent or results. Like, Corey Brewer is another one of those guys where I watch him play basketball, and I know <laughs> he's probably so, like... He's Maybe not well below average. Yeah, well now. below average. And yeah. yet, I see him playing. I just see like that Florida team. I'm like, hey, you can do anything you want, Corey Brewer. And that was the <laughs> one time Corey Brewer really did was just like blocking shots and grading threes. Just
4: Corey Brewer and Josh Smith coming back. How far down were they? Twenty-five.
3: They may have. They were down like twenty with a like halfway through the third quarter. Something like
4: that. Yeah, the fact that they... In an elimination game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eliminated the Clippers is, like, the greatest thing. Well, the other thing about that game
3: is the Rockets ended up winning that game by, like, 12 points. Yeah. Like, it was that bad a trouncing where I think they were, like, maybe... Like, they couldn't pull their starters because they'd already pulled their starters and the backups... We're killing the Clippers, <laughs> but there was a moment I think where they like took Corey Brewer out for an ovation.
4: I will never with forget. Ten that game. seconds left. Josh Smith, love him. I love Josh Smith. I don't know why. This he's still st- he's still not that old, right? No, but he's out of the league. Well, he's not year. out of he's not going to be out of all the leagues. Yeah. What about oh, Big Three?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, man, he could really do he's something. Not old
3: enough
4: yet, though, right?
3: I oh,
0: is think there a, that's right? Well, how old do you have to be? Like, it's supposed to be
4: 35, but, but there are people who are like 32.
0: I don't think, I don't, I'm like, how old is Flight
3: White at this point? I don't. I think, 30, it's like, I think we three, looked it up 32. actually. He's like 33 or 32. Yeah, there's there. one team that has Rashad McCants and James White, who are both like 32, 33, and they are just they're kicking elbows. ass. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. because Kenyon Martin has come back and is like, reinvented himself as like a point center. Okay, let's do that now. Oh sorry. So sorry.
4: Chad, hi. We're starting to ask everyone this question. Okay. What's your hottest NBA take? <laughs> <laughs> Give us your hottest NBA take. Sean's hottest NBA take, well as an example, is Sean wants the Sean wants no jump ball.
0: The jump ball is lame. Yeah. A 5'9", pot-bellied old white guy throwing it between two seven-footers is, it's, it's the, gotta be the most, like, do they, do they have a clinic where they just throw the ball up all day? Because it's just, it seems arbitrary.
3: I don't know why they're so bad at it, though. Yeah. But, yes.
0: You think that it would just, you, you flip a coin, one team takes the ball out, one half, the other team takes the right. the other half. And that's that
3: an elderly man... Doing a thing that no one really understands the rules for and one or both players are always cheating
4: at. So that's Sean's (laughs) hottest NBA take. My hottest NBA take was the Cavs should trade Kyrie Irving, which made me sound like a crazy person until he requested a trade three days ago. Do you have Uh, a new hot take, though? He heated
3: one up. We'll let Chad go first. Yeah, I'll I'll well, well, this
0: is the this is my grumpy old man hot take that I had throughout the finals. Yeah, and that basically Kevin Durant to your Warriors kind of ruined this this year. <laughs> ruined the, Just no suspense whatsoever. I think until he gets old, KD should have to go to a different team each year. It's like all time quarterback kind of. Oh, thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But he, he can go to a contender. But he's yeah. got to go to a different team each year. That's my. That's, the, that's my semi-lukewarm take. He I becomes, he becomes like a wandering minstrel. He's a ronin, yeah. like, a, yeah. like a samurai without a master.
4: Yeah. I had that idea with LeBron
0: after he went to the Heat, too. Yeah. Um,
4: I just want to see, like, how bad the team can be. Like, what's the worst team with LeBron James on it? That could, could make the finals. Like, could he take the Brooklyn Nets to the NBA Finals? Just dragging the, just
3: yeah, the
0: dead carcass
3: of a if team. He, if he if he joined the team and they didn't lose anyone else, yeah, would I pick the Nets over anyone else in the East? Yeah, would yes. you pick the Nets over the
0: Boston Celtics?
3: Yeah, I yeah. would. I and dream. how many they got of those grabbed? games, though,
0: would they <laughs> still like be... like a better quarter, a younger quarter. <laughs> if they were, they would still be so bad some games that they would just pull LeBron at halftime and go, okay, yeah. we're going to cut our, yeah. we're going to yeah. punt on this game, yeah. we're going to cut our losses. We just need to be a strong 44-win
3: team going into the playoffs. Yeah. exactly. Just make the playoffs, obviously. And then just max them out.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is my hottest NBA take? I don't even know.
3: Um, I would, I, I would like to see, um, Zoran Drajic come back in the league. <laughs> Give him his own team, man. Um. Is he still just living in, like, a guest bedroom at Goran's house probably. in South probably. Beach? Goran and Zoran Dragic.
4: Good names. All right. I'm not sure what my hottest NBA take is. Sean, you'll have to tell me what my hottest NBA take is someday. Okay. Uh, someday soon. Uh. <laughs> Because you often will call me out on being like, that's a crazy thing you're saying. Oh, but, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another thing we do. We play a game every week. It's I like called, Which, it's called, What is Blank Doing Right Now? And last week, we played, What is Kevin Garnett Doing Right Now? And you, the listeners, voted on Twitter that Mike Malloy was our winner...
3: Congratulations, because Mike Because Kevin Molloy. Garnett is
4: growling right now. He's growling right That's now. That's always a safe assumption. It's correct. So, Dumberoo, fly that W for your Boston sports friend, Mike Malloy, who is 1-0. I am 1-1. One and one. Sean is 0-2. 0-2. Dave is 0-0, o o because DMP, Dave's decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today, we talked about him. Not as much as I thought we would this episode, because this became Kyrie-heavy, Kyrie heavy. but uh, we're going to play the game. What is Chris Paul doing right now? Uh, Sean, do you want to go first? Yeah, I
3: think he's currently workshopping a new State Farm character, mm. and uh, his name is Paul Christopher, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's not actually a relative. He's like Chris Paul's su- Cliff Paul's supervisor. hmm and uh, he wears two pairs of glasses at the same time. That's how you distinguish him.
4: So he so he's replaced John Stockton, Don Stockton, Don
3: Stockton in the company. Don is Stockton Paul died. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's gonna it's gonna flip things around so you you can have differently named NBA players. So I guess the preference is gonna be for guys who have like a last name for a first name. And uh, you never know, they are going to be free agents at the same time, you could see uh, a guy named Jimmy LeBron (laughs) join the State Farm squad in about a year. So that's what I think, his new State Farm character is what he's doing.
4: Okay. I think he and another member of the Banana Boat, let's say Dwayne Wade, are sending bitchy texts to each other about another member of the banana boat. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, Yeah. I think think he and Dwayne Wade are sending bitchy texts about Carmelo Anthony behind his back right now. Uh Which is going to be awkward if he ends up in Houston. Yeah, Yeah, but he's also... But the thing is, he's also sending bitchy texts with Carmelo Anthony about Uh. Dwayne Wade at
0: the same time. Well, I mean, he distributes bitchy texts like he does the ball. He's a point guard. He's always... (laughs)
3: And then the text chain with LeBron is mainly LeBron, like, texting them way too much and sending them a lot of selfies, like, miss you guys. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, we love you, Snapchat LeBron. Up. and then are like, Ugh. No,
0: none of them talk to about LeBron.
4: No, they're
3: just like, we love you. They're just bored
0: with it. Yeah, why he, yeah and they're like, why is he listening to Meek Mill? Yeah. <laughs> they're not bringing that shit onto the banana boat. Um, don't, let, don't let LeBron plug in his phone <laughs> into the speakers of the <laughs> banana boat. <laughs> never an ox cord for LeBron <laughs> alright Chad what do you think ok Chris well Paul's I apologize right. because mine is also somewhat State Farm related but I think Chris Paul right now is in Los Angeles and he's with his old buddy DeAndre Jordan my guy Love uh, him I love that guy and too. they're basically doing kind of like a My Fair Lady the rain in Spain falls mainly <laughs> on the plane he's grooming him to do commercials on his own because DeAndre's oh, very insecure I love that yeah I think DeAndre's really has some chops, actually. I think DeAndre's hilarious. I love him.
5: Mm-hmm. I he think did, yeah, he's
0: got a lot of personality. He's a cool dude. He and Dave Franco made a video together that was surprisingly
3: charming and funny. Yeah, I love DeAndre. Yeah. Good. I think he'll be. I think he might really
0: thrive. So, I enjoy watching the dude play. I like him. Yeah. Watching him pound. I just love that. Like he, he's such a throwback dude. He, he never really gets is. hurt. He never gets tired. never gets hurt. His shoulders are as wide as a Mack truck. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, and he just loves to try to tear the goal down. I really like. He's he's one of the. I
3: love the NBA, but I don't really care about meeting players in particular. But I would love to meet DeAndre. Yeah, or, like, yeah. It seemed like team. it would be a fun. It yeah. would be a fun
4: sort of
0: chance encounter. to And meet you him could talk ahead. to him about like
4: improv classes. Sure. So yeah, listeners, look out for that. Uh, that poll up so on our Twitter, Twitter our at world. Round Rock Pod. So, our so options are. Is Chris Paul um, creating a new State Farm character, sending bitchy texts to other banana mm-hmm. voters, or teaching or giving DeAndre Jordan acting lessons? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so keep an eye out for that poll and vote. I hope we can keep it in the one forty characters. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I'll figure it out. Okay, <laughs> that's, been, hard. Uh, there have that's been there've been a couple thing. ones. I think for a
3: poll you only like, get like 20 characters yeah, yeah, I feel tough. like I'm...
4: Sean actually lost the Vivek Ranadive one simply because I couldn't type what he was actually doing I had to write
0: counting cards <laughs> that was my concern there. when I came up with mine right, it, right it, yeah the, enough.
4: The Sean, was... DJ acting lessons will fit yeah my um, <laughs> guys that's our show
0: Anything you want to plug, Chad? Why don't you go first? When does this come out again? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. okay. So uh, Friday night, I'm doing a really cool show uh, called The Last Book Review at The Last Bookstore downtown in downtown Los Angeles. It's at 8 p.m. It's free. Um, i got to go write a fake book review for it now. That's, a, show, that's a really fun show. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to it
3: uh that's great sean what about you uh i got the business every monday at little joy at nine o'clock it has been packed recently so yeah it was crazy yesterday and happy birthday to my sister kelly which is happening on will be the day after this podcast drops on thursday she does not listen to the podcast um well
4: i'm glad you said it anyway um I have nothing. Uh, just follow us on Twitter. Give us five-star reviews. Like us on Facebook, please. Yeah. We actually really need those for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know Facebook's dead or whatever. But, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, which this week I tweeted, if you pay a contractor a deposit, he cashes it and then never shows up to do the work and disconnects his phone what do you do? <sighs> that guy's got a I'm rough life,
2: honest.
4: man.
2: Alright, uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut Thanks. it down, let's go home. H time. Put your H's up one time for the Houston Rock. Uh, when we show up, the whole city show love. Reppin' for them rockets, we gon' leave with the dub. Let's play out time, Houston, Texas, what's up? Throw to make yourself a bun, be a slim dug. When we show up, the whole city show love. Reppin' for them rockets, we gon' leave with the dub. Let's play out time, Houston, Texas, what's up? Throw to make yourself a pun, be a slim thug. We got the white and the paint. Harden coming down About to be another win for the H time German Lynn about to climb TJ getting rebound. If you love them, you gon' smile If you hate them, you gon' frown, frown. Them Rockets stand tall About to bow, won't foul This shit, we won't style We about to win it all And watch them cowards try to hack a house Cause they know one-on-one they gon' get devoured. Tower like a tower, now you are messin' with the best. Pat the piss on defense, got them getting stressed. Chandler Parsons on the drive, Garcia hitting threes. Coach McHale making sure we get the victory. When we show up, the whole city show love. Reppin' for them rockets, we gon' leave with the dub. It's play out time, Houston, Texas, what's up? Know to make yourself a fun, be a slim dug.